Hi everyone. It's me, Bad Adam. Welcome to another edition of Thank You for Being a Friend. Shout out DJ Lotus for holding it down. I liked, uh, they were spinning the hits. Some of my all-time faves, which I always love to hear, especially on KDBS. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, but buff. Disregard that last statement, because I forgot to say, the following views presented in this hour do not reflect the views of KWS, KWS sponsors, or the University of California. Um, so, what's up, everyone? Apologies, both for uh, starting the show a little late, but also, I think the station may be having some technical issues right now. When I was coming in this morning. I didn't hear anything at, over the air on 90.3 FM, so I believe there's some uh, technical issues going on that I'm sure will be resolved qu- quickly. But uh, if you're listening right now, then you're probably listening on the stream, stream kdvs.org. Let everyone know it's, we're still, we're still uh, 24-7 live on the radio I mean on the stream at least yeah I get so I get worried I hate when the tower is down the tower was down I'm sure as many of you recall for quite a while last year And we continued on, but to me, for me, for my money, that's not KVS. KVS is on the radio, over the airwaves, um, for everyone serving the general public as a community station. I said this yesterday on my show, which is kind of sad that this happened that next day, but I was like, KDVS is such a, such a treasure. And I was teasing the fact that we're going to be doing our spring fundraiser here next month. Uh, I'm trying to get the listeners prime for it because, because... This is just my own story with KWS. But, you know, I've been on the station for a while, off and on. Some good times, other not so good times. And I just remember in the not so good times. And I'm quoting the Smiths here. It's like, I don't care. If uh, the station lives or dies. Um, so 
you know, I did the fundraiser show. I would ask for money, but I was not really invested in whether or not we made our fundraising goals to the fullest extent. You know, but that was that was the old me. You know, that was like that was probably peak bad Adam, because that was pretty bad. But now I really care a lot. And yeah, KDVS has changed, but really I'm the one who's changed. Um, because now I realize what a special treasure this station truly is. Like, if it went away, it's hard for me to imagine something coming up in its place. I'm just thinking about like people will always be like oh well you know um we can reach a bigger audience online you know uh, it's a lot cheaper um we can focus uh you know uh <laughs> i don't know i don't really listen to those kinds of things um because i remember when i was starting to do this show and it made a lot of people really mad um, at here at the station. I don't think any, I don't I haven't seen any of those people in a while, so maybe I made them so mad they left. But I have a feeling like they just weren't really they didn't really care that much. They was just just a control thing. But they're like, you know, uh, have you ever thought about doing like the online thing? Like, I feel like that's more your thing. And so on and so on with the arguments about why that's better for me. And I guess this was unsaid, but probably strongly implied for the list. It would be better for the listeners if you went away and went online and did weird things on. This is pre-TikTok, but just do do your little little skits there. You know, this is for us old heads to play. 80s vinyl forever. <laughs> Shout out old heads. Shout out 80s vinyl. I know I have a ton of it at home. So, yeah. All that to say, we are... Uh, People have been notified. We're working on the problem. Um, I'm hopeful it's it's nothing serious. Probably something just needs to be reset. You know, you know how it is. General stuff that gets overlooked. I mean, take my car for instance. I'm pretty sure I'm like one or two uh, lights, emergency lights from having the full set on right now. Yet, <laughs> I continue to drive it. Shout out Antonio, my, my, my mechanic. He said he can reset those for me. 
shout out. Antonio's really been there for me. I mean, yes and no. Yes, he's been there to keep the car running. But no, he hasn't been there to actually fix <laughs> some, some of the issues. Antonio is... Uh, He's a professional. He just doesn't work at a uh, auto shop. He's freelance. And uh, cash only. Um, I got really excited. I'm getting, I'm getting away, of course. Here. We're going to start the show for real in a second, I swear. <laughs> but I got really excited. Uh... So like I have a foreign, let's just say foreign car that um, people specialize in and it's kind of expensive to do maintenance. Uh, but then Antonio got a car of the same brand a few years back and I got so excited because I was just like, now he's going to know because he'll have time to practice on his own car. And all these little things where we like are we're stumped and we have to go on YouTube to hopefully figure out what the problem is. Shout out, shout out Antonio. That's not his real name, by the way. It's not Antonio. Or maybe it is. Nobody will ever know. Um, yeah, so station's good. It's a treasure. I kind of feel like I might uh, tell some more Katie's stories if I can before the end of the show. But in the meantime, let's uh, take a quick break. A real quick one, I swear. Um, and let me... Let me finish this setup. And then we'll start the show. My plan for today was to revisit some of the things that we talked about last week. Um, um, with the... Uh, her cap, patolism, a la gay, Gabe Glanda. I'm putting it on him. He can take the heat for this. It's not me. Because I started, I started, I thought about it a little bit more. And I didn't really get to finish my thoughts last week. Um, DJ Megatron stopped by at the, at the end of the show. And I don't think they're aware that this is a public affairs show. I think they thought I do a music show. Or was my music show, because I do have a music show, too. Um, kind of had to put the brakes on the conclusion. But yeah, that's... I, may, I might switch gears. But I, I, I do want to touch on that briefly, just to finish the thoughts. We were talking about per-capitalism, which is 
per capitas and uh, disenrollment in Native American tribes. We're talking indigenous kinship. What that means. And uh, how we're hurting our each other, ourselves. But I preface that last last week by saying like oh, this is for a very narrow audience and uh this is not for a lot of a lot of the listeners uh, as long as we know like as long as you know that then it should be fine it should be fine anyway i'm gonna play some messages and we'll be right back you listen to kws davis 90.3 fm with me bad adam it's uh it's thank you for being friends Weekly public, <laughs> weekly public, public affairs show. Are you ready to live out your acapella dreams? The Spokes present Helicapella, the West Coast's premier acapella showcase, featuring Aka iconic groups from schools all over the West Coast, including UCLA, UC Berkeley, UC Davis, University of Oregon, and Stanford. You won't have any treble being impressed by these sweet acapella sounds, so come out on Friday, April 7th at 7.30 p.m. at the Mandavi Center. Tickets available at mandaviarts.org. See you there. Hey, Bianca. Hey, Emmy. How's it going? Pretty good. I was just thinking about how I don't have any plans for this coming May 12th through 14th, and I'm feeling pretty bummed about it. Still you. That's the weekend of the whole Earth Festival. Of course you have plans, because we're going. Oh my god, that just cured my clinical depression. I've never felt through it like this before. Come, Come to, to the, the whole Earth Festival, Festival happening May 12th through 14th for music, food, art, and community. Check out wef.ucdavis.edu for more information. This is Peaches, and you're listening to KDVS, 90.3 FM, Davis. Hi, welcome. Hi, welcome back. Um, yeah, I thought I would have more time. These uh, messages are very misleading. They say that they're very long, 
they say they're like one minute plus, but then they just end abruptly. So somebody ought to do something about that. Is it on me? It's always on me. I hate that it's always on me. Do other people feel that way? You know what? It's not on me. I can let things go. There are plenty of capable people here at the station and in this world. I believe in them. And also, I hate always being the one, especially with tech issues. There is an IT department at my work, but I'm the IT department. Piece of advice, don't let anyone know that you can know anything about computers. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. I don't have my notes from last week, so I'm going to freestyle the recap. Um, but basically, basically what I'm saying here is that I got to I have to lay it all out again. Because it's just, it's kind of a complex argument. And you gotta understand all the... You gotta understand certain things before I... I can just run off the conclusion right now. Can I? Alright, I'm gonna try to do it fast. Um, basically what I'm saying here... Is that... We, as native people... I'm talking to... talking to native people here native americans american indians indigenous people of turtle island whether it be pre-contact as in pre-columbus 1491 or pre-United States 1775. Um, uh, we needed people, we had a different kind of way of organizing ourselves in terms of our relationship to each other and also the land. And there are lots of obvious points and uh, examples of this, some of which I talked about last week. 
And if you're really curious, um, I have it archived on soundcloud.com slash badadam69, where I archive all the shows now. But basically, we had an indigenous kinship society. And what that means is there was no uh, government structure like the one we have now, the United States government. One that is, you know, powerful and standing and unchanging, basically. Um... We had a different system. And uh, relics of that system still exist, which is, makes this kind of complex. Because we know all this, yet we organize ourselves similarly um, to the United States government, you know, being native nations with new names everywhere, you know little countries, countries within a country, um, as colonial law has defined it. Um, but basically, indigenous kinship means uh, it's like a reciprocal obligation to one another, uh, all our relatives, all our relations. Which means not not just us as two-legged people, but the land, spirits, all of our animal relatives, and basically all the universe. Uh, we're all connected, and we all work for each other. We all need each other. We all have a role to play. And in that way, things exist in like a harmonious balance. Right? Everyone belongs. Everyone has a place. Um... On, like, a smaller level, though, like, tribes, indigenous people, natives, like, they, we sustained ourselves through a system of, of social labor. So, basically, we work for each other, doing the things that we need to do, and... Yeah, those roles depend can change and which tribe or your ways, but all that is kind of respected, you know, between groups. But basically, the main aspect of indigenous kinship that I feel like 
I'm kind of losing is the sense that everyone belongs. And we all recognize everyone and we everyone's included. I had my I had my notes and I had specific uh, quotes from people talking about this from different tribes around the country, around Turtle Island. I mean, and then I talked about how the system has been eroded through colonial law, and most recently a case. This I do remember. This one I do want to cite. I can't believe I'm breaking this all down again. I said I would just do the conclusion. Um, but there was a case in 1973 or 74. Uh, Santa Clara Pueblo versus Martinez. Supreme Court case. Seventy-eight. I'm looking it up now. Um, but basically, the ruling in this case um, solidified the rules on tribal membership. So in the past, colonial law, they they made all these rules about blood quantum. You had to be a certain amount Indian to be considered Indian. If you're not uh, 50%, 25%, whatever it was, then uh, you're not an Indian and you don't get any of... Uh, you don't get recognized. You have no, You have no right to... Uh, your land or anything anymore. Um, so in the case of uh, Santa Clara Pueblo versus Martinez, um, Martinez, first name, I really need to look this up for real. But anyway, she had a child with a Navajo man. And according to the Santa Clara Pueblo, law um, I think you had to be I need to look at the particulars you had to be a certain amount Pueblo to be considered to be eligible to be a member of the tribe Um, and in the case, in this case, this woman had a daughter with a Navajo man making, uh, this child not eligible to be a tribal member. Actually, it says you need to be 100% full-blooded. In this case, wow, I did not know it was that high. So it would, her daughter would was 50% Pueblo, 50%, and these are made up numbers, right? What is, what is, what does that mean? 50. Her daughter was Pueblo and Navajo, but because uh, this woman did not have a, Julia Martinez, her name, 
did not have uh, a child with a, another Santa Clara Pueblo. She couldn't, her children were ineligible to be enrolled as members of the, uh, of the tribe. And the Supreme Court ruled uh, in favor of the Santa Clara Pueblo, saying, like, tribes have their right, according to the Indian Civil Rights Acts of 1968, tribes have the right to decide um, their own criteria for tribal membership. So if a tribe says you need to be 100% to be a member of their Indian nation, um then according to the US government under federal colonial law then they're allowed to do that and it's complex because tribes want sovereignty tribal sovereignty is like one of the most important things It was kind of the trade-off. We lost all this land, but we were still allowed to exist in some fashion separate from the United States. Of course, that's complicated and not really true. You know what's sad about tribal sovereignty is that it's such an important thing. Um, but basically, when it comes down to it, um, tribes really have very little. <laughs> very little sovereignty. Basically, unless it's happening on tribal lands, like they don't really have a say. So this is one of the few things that they do have a say over. Anyway... Um, so we can see how this is, this kind of goes against traditional indigenous kinship and it's only, it's gotten worse in recent times because now <sighs> there's kind of an epidemic going on, especially amongst the wealthier tribes gaming tribes where and even actually this was found out to be later the case even with the Santa Clara Pueblo not a gaming tribe at the time I don't know if they are now um, as the Indian Gaming Act didn't come in until 1988 but even then the idea was to concentrate the wealth. Um, the less tribal members you have, the more you can have for yourself. The less you have to share. And, like... This whole entire problem, attitude, I don't know, 
is brought on by colonialism. This doesn't exist otherwise. Like, there's no need to behave in this way. It goes against how we live. You know, our way. So yeah, this is something that's become more prevalent, more violent, because now even more money is on the line. And it's set up a system where we're not welcoming our own people. We're turning our backs on our own people. And this is the part that I didn't get to last week. Well, first off, one more thing about the blood quantum thing, which is huge. And I've always known this. My mother has always ex felt this way, explained this to me about how this is wrong. And I think even anyone, even if you're not native, you can understand how this is a huge issue. Um, blood quantum is destroying us. And what is it based on? It's based on a made-up thing. Who decides who is what? You know, who is Indian? You know, what kind of Indian are you? Like, all this is kind of decided on the outside. This is like foundational part of uh, racial formation theory, part of critical race theory about how race is something that is constructed socially. And even if we go back to indigenous kinship times, like, we didn't use, there were no like the words in our languages or that are now used to divide us like as in race like like oh you're a member of Pueblo or Navajo in, in, in the case the example that I just talked about um, you know it's funny it's like Nav Nav even the word Navajo that's a colonial word but in our own languages the name that we use for our tribes is usually I'm not even going to say usually. It always means people. So like me, I'm Miwok. So Miwok means people. Person. What I'm getting at is like we're doing colonialism all over again to ourselves with disenrollment. I have this fact right here. 
nearly 100 tribes, 15% of those federally recognized have disenrolled 10,000 relatives, and that number continues to grow. Many tribes are not enrolling their own babies and grandbabies anymore. Sometimes for blood quantum reasons, sometimes for other reasons. Um, many other tribes are basically fixated on uh, the whole point of all this, is, which is per capitalism which is about <laughs> money and the money that comes in from gaming which is <laughs> it's, such, it's a complex issue because I do not want to see my people struggle it should have never been like this Alright, so here's the part that I didn't really get to do last week. Like, what do we do about this? What does this mean? Obviously, we can't go back in time to a... To a pre-colonial time where indigenous kinship uh, structures were, you know, thriving. But on the other hand... We can't do colonialism all over again to ourselves. That that it's wrong. And I can see how it's hurting us. I know personally how much it hurts me with the mixed messaging of like our own traditional ways and then the sort of bottom line attitude that comes from uh Capitalism, colonialism, imperialism. It, I feel like we need to find more ways to get our traditional ways, our traditional kinship models, beliefs, system back into these largely colonialized systems and structures. You know, it's the idea of nationhood. <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be having a conversation about this later on today. And I know that they use nation uh, and nationhood as like a way of sh like showing respect. So it, it's complicated. But basically, we have to stop dividing ourselves like this. Remember when I talked about the language, the language of the people, as in like Miwok or 
any of our, our regional names. There's so many different languages. In California, there's like 50 plus? I know there's a lot. Like the system of reciprocity or we do for one another. Where did that go? Let's bring that back. But probably most importantly, like no, no more blood quantum. That is a made up thing. It doesn't exist. And probably, this is probably the most controversial of all the things, all the recommendations for change, um, because it's connected to this idea of tribal sovereignty, uh, sovereignty. Um, but no more disenrollment. Basically all the rules about who can be a tribal member and who can't, they gotta go. So what does that mean for the per caps. <laughs> they might have to go too. But that's the thing that'll probably, that's the thing that holds all this up. Because I think everyone can get on board with getting back to who we are and our, our ways of being. But at the expense of giving up all that we've gained financially. I don't know. But just think about how much stronger we would be. We will be if we didn't have these things dividing us. Uh, unnecessarily, you know, turning our backs on our relatives. You know, for lack of a better word, our own blood. The end, the end result would be we would have, we would, all the things that we say we're losing are, you know, our sovereignty, our nationhood. We would have, we would, we would have a, we'd be stronger than ever. We'd have a real, true indigenous nationhood. You know. You know, a true sense of belonging and purpose. Which I feel like is something that haunts a lot of us. Because 
I'm a pretty modern guy, but there are times. I'm like, I, I don't see how I fit, how we fit. And I like saying we, because I've been disconnected many times in my life. But all the things I've struggled with, I've learned. It's not just me. Anyway, shout out to uh, all my native relatives. Um, shout out to uh, any any uh, allies, any people working in this fight. Um, shout out to you too. Anyway, it's eight oh or nine oh three, so. It's time for a break. We're gonna be on until 9.30. We're gonna, I think we're gonna switch gears when we come back and we're gonna talk a little bit about the station, I think. Because I feel like we covered this issue for now. I finished all the things that I wanted to say last week that I didn't get to do. Um, yeah, so you're listening to KWS Davis, 90.3 FM. With me, Bad Adam, we, it's a weekly public affairs show. Thank you for being a friend. Weekly public affairs show. I hope we get our technical issues sorted out soon. I'm not sure if we're back on air or not. I'll have to check. I haven't been. I've been talking with you all on the internet. I guess. Yeah, I haven't gotten an update on that. Yeah, and I'll I'll shut out the uh, the archive one more time. If you enjoyed this program or any of my other shows. I uh, I decided to pay a little bit of money to ha- be able to archive them online for people to listen to later. That's SoundCloud.com/slash/BadAdam69, and thank you to everyone who's listened on there. There's there's a core few of you who listen um, every week and I guess basically I do it I do it for you do it for you all but also for anyone in the public who may not know I'm, oh I should probably link that on kws.org now now that the website is working yeah I'll work on that anyway quick break we'll be back thanks for listening Are you looking to make Davis home? ASUCD HAUS is ready to help you do that with their annual housing week, a one-stop shop for all your house hunting needs. From February 28th to March 4th, housing week will cover everything from knowing your tenants' rights to finding the perfect roommate so that you're prepared to make Davis home. Follow at ASUCD HAUS to find out more.
The ASUCD Pantry, YOLO Food Bank, and Aki Compass are proud to present the Eat Well YOLO Food Distribution. Every Tuesday from 2 to 4 p.m., you'll be able to grab free groceries such as dairy, produce, canned foods, and more. Everyone is welcome, including non-students as well. Come by to the south end of the MU, next to the quad, with an approved daily symptom survey and your own grocery bags. The assortment of groceries can vary week to week, so be sure to stop by to see what's available. We can't wait to see you on Tuesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. in front of the fountain by the MU. Welcome back. I was just uh, fixing up the background playlist. It really needs a revamp. I kind of want to keep the the first couple songs the same. Puts me into a groove. Like uh, cues to let me know that I'm doing the show. I also love that I use background music. You know, a lot of talk shows, they don't do that. But I like I like having the beats just for my own ears, but also like that's the sound. I guess that uh pretty good introduction to the next uh topic that I said I wanted to get to if I had a chance and I, I will have a chance so wait I want to verify this for myself I'm pretty sure that we're not this is just internet only right now it's not coming out over the airwaves but I'm going to run over <laughs> and turn on the I can't do it here at this board, but where's my producer? Yeah, it's still uh, it's still dead air. 
literally ran over. Check that. There's no one else here right now. Is it spring break? I think spring break starts next week. This is like unofficially the first uh, first day of spring break. Can't do it anymore. I don't have the same enthusiasm, but eight. Those words used to mean something to me. Anyway, um, yeah, it's me, Pat Adam. You're listening to KDBS Davis, 90.3 FM, online to kdbs.org. Website is kind of working right now. You can actually see the playlist when people update them. I know I'm, if you go to, uh, go to kdbs.org and go to programming, you can see the whole, or schedule grid. You can see the whole schedule grid. If you look for uh there's a lot of shows on kws but thank you for being a friend or i know well why the crime baby cries my shows uh are up there and you can see the playlist for them in the past you could also stream archive versions there but i think i'm just gonna link um i'm gonna link them to my soundcloud that should be a really good thing that should be a great thing. I remember being able to listen to other people's shows. Because there was a time where I was just a KDBS listener. It was a long time ago. <laughs> but I really did like people's shows, and I would listen to them a lot. And if you're listening now, that's probably something that you either have done or would like to do more often. Instead of just having to catch it live. Because, yeah. Not just... Because you're, you're kind of limiting yourself to just the things that you can hear when you have the time. But, like, sometimes you have time at night or on the weekend or certain parts of the day. And it is cool checking out all the programming we, hear, we have here at KWS. Because there's a lot. A lot of great DJs. A lot of great public affairs shows. Just the other day, I was catching NPR. <laughs> no Police Radio, which is airs here on Mondays, I believe, at 4 or 4.30. And that's a great program. I had no idea. Um, I knew it existed. But it's another great show in addition to some of the long-standing KDBS public affairs shows. So anyway, all this is to say... Uh, you know, fundraiser is coming out. And you see all the problems we're having. If we had more money, I'm sure these issues with the antenna would be easier to handle. But like, basically... <laughs> I've just been so used to this here at KWS, but we're like, we're just... We're just... 
barely getting by. In fact, for a long time, I think we were, we were uh, just like so far in the red. That means in the negative, like, <laughs> I don't even know how they kept it functioning. So, yeah, I hope that when we do our fundraiser show here in a couple weeks, um, if I'm still here at KWS, it reminds me, I need to re-up, today's the deadline to apply for a show. So, yeah, I'm going to be filling that out when the show ends. Um, sorry for waiting till the last minute, but... And I really wish this was going out over the air, but we'll do it again next week, but... You know... KWS diehards... Um, as opposed to years past where I didn't really care if you donated or not, I'm gonna be looking to you. To, uh... I'm gonna be... I'm gonna be looking at you. Because I hear all the time, people people are always telling me, I love your show, oh, I listen all the time, oh, it's so great, uh, blah, 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 and, uh, you know, how about a little support? <laughs> I'm not, I don't think I'm allowed to... Well, you know, the views presented in this hour do not reflect these KBS KBS sponsors of the University of California. That being said, I'm treading lightly on FCC regulations here, so. Not that they listen, because if they listened, oh, they'd shut me down. They really don't have the resources to listen. That's why I know they don't listen. Anyway, I was trying to look up when the fundraiser is happening, so I can give you the date. I'm seeing tentatively the April 15th to 22nd, so... Next month. I, I think you can go to kvs.org, though, and, and you can donate at any time. And also, there's the KDVS store. Where you can get your KDVS merch. I know, I've been rocking my KWS sweatshirt recently, a lot, and I, I wasn't one to rep the station for a while, but now I am, because it's a treasure. I want to share some KWF stories. But that's basically what everyone does during fundraiser week. And as a listener, <laughs> I never really liked that. Because, yeah, 
um, KDVS has been so great for you personally in your personal life and makes you in, as an individual happy. But that's never been like a reason for me as someone listening to like support and donate. Because oftentimes people are here and then they're gone. I'm glad it was so much fun for you, but now it's gone. But like, I'm like, what? What is? What's in it for me? And for a while, that was like premiums, which would be like gifts that we would give for people that donate. Um. But now it's like, what's in it for me? And I've been, I'm, I'm going to keep thinking about this question because, yeah, KDVS is this treasure. Um, important to the community. But like, that's a very, that's a very basic take on that. I know there's some, there's more to it that I need to unpack. Hopefully we'll do that in, uh, the coming weeks maybe it'll be 100% ready by the time fundraiser comes around anyway I'm seeing uh, DJ Megatron just roll up so let's wrap it up yeah I'm gonna save the story we'll save the stories for another time Anyway, I'm happy we got to uh, finish the topic from last week. It really felt... I did. It was rushed, and... I, I did all that groundwork to, like, build an argument, and then I, I didn't pay it off, so we got to do that. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, it's been another edition of Thank You for Being a Friend with me, Bad Adam. I'll be back next week, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Thursday. Oh, you know what? I take that back. Oh, wait. Yeah, I will be. I will be here. Um, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Thursday morning. And then, of course, this show, 8 to 9.30 on Fridays. This is truly the gym music show is just for me for fun but this is the one where I try to give back um yeah also archived on soundcloud.com slash badadam69 I feel like I've name dropped that enough today in fact don't don't even I know I'm never gonna go to that website ever again I mean after I upload today's show that's it and with that I'm out.
Are you interested in sponsoring this or any other hour of KDBS programming? If you or your business would like to know more about sponsoring KDBS programming, you can contact kdbsunderwriting at gmail.com.